What's up? And welcome to Clarity for Parents of Athletes, bringing you stories from professional athletes about their parents and how they were raised. My name is Gabe Nocere from aclearmind.com. All right, and welcome to episode number 46. As always, I hope you're doing well. Hope you are enjoying the podcast so far, no matter how many episodes you've listened to or if this is your first one. And as always, I try and get some really exciting guests. Last episode was with the new commissioner of the Girls Soccer Academy League, Leslie Gallimore, who was a coach at the University of Washington for more than 20 years and is really a legend in coaching in USA women's soccer right now. And the interview after Nick Spiegel is going to be with a sleep expert, Adam Kraus, who is going to come on and talk to you about the importance of sleep, what it does for you and your body and your mentality and what it does for your children and what your how your children should be sleeping, how long they should be sleeping. And if they're teenagers, it's a little bit different than if they're children. So he's going to come on and talk to you and give you advice for some good sleep habits as well. So I'm really looking forward to that one, as I do, of course, with all the episodes that I release. Now, this one is with me, and it comes off the back of something that I was going through a couple weeks ago and that I was really popping in my head. A little backstory about it. I was kind of spinning, I call it, with contaminated thinking. So as you can imagine, it's... (laughs) contaminated thoughts are not the most comfortable thoughts. I'm sure everybody's gone through their experience with contaminated thinking. You may have experienced it before you started listening to this episode about something. And it's a very normal thing. And there's nothing wrong with it, first of all. But I was questioning why I was experiencing so much contaminated thought. And it had really a lot to do with this situation with coronavirus and the fact that my business, my main source of income has been closed since March, and things have been much more difficult the last few months financially for our family, and I've caught myself just saying over and over again, I can't wait for this to be over, I can't wait for this to be over, and it brought me back to something that my coach told me a long time ago in one of my trainings that I did with him, and that was the idea that we say something like this. I'll be happy when, and you can fill in the blank there. I'm sure either either you've said it out loud or you've thought it or thought something similar to that, right? This idea that I'll be happy when this happens. I'll be happy when this virus is over. I'm sure a lot of people believe that and say that out loud or think that. And of course, we want things to be quote unquote normal again, whatever that's going to look like. But when I started to dissect that statement, I'll be happy when, it really, when is something that's going to happen in the future. And not only that it's going to happen in the future, it is something that is going to happen outside of us, right? When something outside of us happens. And that is really the foundation of the work that I do with my athletes. And by the way, I'm a transformative life coach, in case you didn't know. I work with athletes, I work with non-athletes, I work with parents, I just work with anybody who's open and willing to progress and to shed their old ways of 
thinking and their old self-beliefs. So a big part of the work is we focus on the outside-in illusion, and that is the illusion that something outside of us is what gives us joy or what gives us suffering. And whether it's some material object, money, house, or even job, or being with somebody, or getting somebody's approval of how we look or what we say or who we are, is there something outside of us? But in reality, those things are all neutral. So this is an illusion. And what I mean by that is you can take for an example, and I like to do this with my clients and in the workshops that I do, but I'll say, let's say a referee makes a bad call in a game, right? Now, the bad call in reality is neutral. It may not feel neutral. It triggers something inside of you, right? And you think that referee's call made you upset. If you imagine you're a parent on the sideline. But in reality, that referee's call is neutral. And how it is is because you experience it one way and the parent on the other team experiences it a different way. If the referee's call itself was positively or negatively charged, everyone would experience it the same way in that moment. And also 20 years from now, you would have a different experience. So it's all based on your thinking in the moment. Right? Your thinking in the moment created your experience. It's not the referee's call itself. The players may experience it a different way. The coaches may experience it a different way. Again, if it was the referee's call directly, we would all experience it the same exact way. So it's neutral because our reality is created by our thinking in the moment. So this is the outside-in illusion that something outside of us creates our experience. We are fully responsible for creating our own experience. And when I started to analyze this, I'll be happy when my business opens up and this virus is over, we can go back to normal, we can have normal income again. I started to realize how silly that was, how I was deciding to be happy when something happened. And we do this with our children as well, right? I'll be happy when my child does this. I'll be happy when my child does that or my child's coach does this or whatever it can be in your life. We say something similar to that, but we're giving so much power to something outside of us and something that's in the future. And anytime we're in the future, there usually comes along with it some type of contaminated thought. And contaminated thought, as you can imagine, are more negative thinking. And whenever we have negative thinking, we have negative feeling. Anytime we have a feeling, it always comes from some kind of thought. You've never had a feeling without a thought that came before it. So when I looked at this statement that I was making, I'll be happy when, again, I realized how silly it was. And I remembered the outside-in illusion, when in fact... The reality is we experience our life from the inside out because our happiness is always dependent on our thinking. Now, it's much easier to say, of course, just think happy thoughts because that, that can be a very difficult thing. If, if everyone knew that, if that was the true answer, then everyone would be doing it. But the reality is that's a much more difficult thing because our contaminated thought often comes from a place of lack, as if we're lacking something or we feel we do lack something. And those places of lack, there's three different areas that it comes from. It comes from feeling as if we lack or could lack control over a situation, over a person. The second one is security. And right now, a lot of people out there are 
feeling a lack of security or they could have a lack of security. And that can be money, it can be a job, it can be a house, car, health, other finances. When we feel as if we do lack or we could lack those things, then suffering ensues. And the third one is approval. Approval of others, how we look, what we say, essentially worrying what other people are thinking about us. And a lot of children, especially adolescents, you may remember your adolescence, they go through that. But right now, I think a lot of people are experiencing feeling as if they're lacking some type of security or could lack some type of security. And I was there included in that. So I decided to take full responsibility for my actions. And I started to manifest what I wanted my life to look like, not what I felt it was looking like. Because the more we think about, the more we feel into the fact that we lack something, then we're going to attract that. It's called the law of attraction. But the more we feel that we can be supported from the universe, then typically that comes back to us. But a humongous part of what I felt was creating this feeling of lack and this frustration and lacking control and security in my life really came from social media and the media in general. And right now, there's so much negativity on social media. There's so much division, whether it's with race or masks or belief in the virus, health, whatever it is. There's so much anger and division. And so I found myself getting sucked into social media so much and reading the comments. That's almost one of the worst things you can do if you want to keep a level head. And so I I just got sucked in and I couldn't resist. So I found myself really being triggered by what I was reading and what I was consuming. So along with the help of my coach, I made a plan to spend more time in meditation. And, and if you haven't tried meditation, I really urge you to do it and look up. There's tons of resources on how to meditate online. Uh, prayer is another great way of grounding as well. So we made a, a vow to start my day and end my day with meditation and also to create things in my life because I really enjoy creating, whether it's creating podcasts or creating different programs, which by the way, I'm working on a really exciting program uh, for players that's coming up soon. So I'll, I'll let definitely let you know more about that. So made a vow to meditate before I start my day, after I end my day, and then in the middle to create before I consume because social media is a part of my business. But I find myself much more grounded when I meditate and when I create, and then I can go into social media instead of waking up and checking social media, bam, and it's like a big adrenaline shock to your body. Now, there is a balance, of course, that we need to be informed about things, but also not be overly informed and get sucked into people's beliefs and, and people's tirades and people's rants that they go on on social media. So again, it was achieving that balance, knowing when to cut it off, to be informed at a certain point, and then also promote whatever I'm doing online and connect with people and then cutting it off after that. So it's a matter of really being disciplined. Now, Another humongous part of falling back into the inside-out reality and understanding and feeling into the power that I have to create my own 
reality and for you to create your own reality from a higher level of consciousness is to shed unhelpful programming. Now for myself, and I imagine for some of you who are listening right now, you may be feeling a lack of control over this situation. And most of us have a lack of control over what's going on with this coronavirus. And I remember at different points in my life, the times that were most emotionally intense for me were times when I felt as if I didn't have control over a situation. And in order to feel control over a situation, I wanted to find an answer and to find out a time when something was going to be over and how it was going to go. And essentially, we don't know that kind of stuff, especially right now. So I found it was a great exercise to release my old thought pattern of needing control over situations and essentially putting trust into the universe and just being present in the moment right now. And when we're in the moment, no matter whatever is happening, that is when we are our happiest. And so I remember to do my best to be fully immersed in what I was doing and essentially to let go of a need of control. And that takes a lot of awareness and a lot of consciousness and a lot of trust in the universe. But we all have that power and that capability to do that, whether it's with our own lives or the lives of our children. That can be one of the toughest things to do. But the more you can do it, the more you can trust that the universe has your back, the universe has the back of your children, the more beneficial it's going to be for everybody, especially for your children. The more releasing of your unhelpful thought patterns from your past, the more shedding you can do, the more beneficial it is to yourself and again, to your children as well. My wife and I still experience that with our daughter. Our daughter has made such progress in her life. And she's 20 years old and doesn't live in the house. But the more work my wife and I do with ourselves, the more she opens up to us. And she even said something to my wife yesterday. She said, I'm so thankful I can open up to my parents the way that I can open up to you two, because a lot of my friends still feel like they have to hide a lot of things from their parents. And we're fully open with her. And that was really profound for us to hear, because at one point, she didn't want to talk to us (laughs) at all. And, and we fully know that the fact that we had major shifts in our lives and trusting her experience and trusting the universe had a major impact on her life. Now, she's done a lot of work for herself as well, but it really helped that my wife and I were able to let go of a lot. And our son, who's much younger is feeling that as well. It really started from us taking full responsibility for our lives and not putting blame on other people or other situations and not waiting to be happy when something else happened, when our children acted like a certain way, when our partner acts a different way, we'll be happy. We can decide to be happy at any moment and we can still participate in our lives. We can still participate in positive communication with our partners or our children. It's not a matter of just completely just ignoring things and not trying to make change. You can make change, but also do it from a place of love and trusting that the universe has your back and also letting go of certain things. That is what helps create happiness in your life right now, no matter what the situation is. And we all have that power. We can live in this physical reality with coronavirus or whatever else is happening in the world from any place of consciousness that we want, whether it's fear, 
and shame and guilt or courage and understanding and neutrality and love and joy. We have the choice. And the secret formula, again, is be mindful of what you're feeding your mind on with media, social media, anything else, what you're feeding your body with good, nutritious, whole foods, and working on shedding your self-beliefs that are no longer serving you. And that usually takes a coach or a therapist. And as always, I'm here for you to help you do that. I work with individual clients. I work in small groups, virtually, both of those. And I can do workshops as well. So you can always get a hold of me through my website at clearmind.com. Now, If you liked this episode and liked other ones that you've listened to, I really ask that you go to your platform that you're listening to and click the rate and review buttons and just give us a little rating, whatever you feel I deserve, and also a review, whatever, again, whatever you feel I deserve on your review, I'd be very, very thankful. And if you could please subscribe so you don't miss any of the other episodes and share it with others so others can listen to these amazing interviews with all these athletes and other guests and with myself as well. I hope you found this helpful. As always, again, I'm here for you, aclearmind.com. And as always, much love to you and many blessings. Blessings.